Welcome to episode 99 of The Waste of Time. We're so pleased you could make it. All we ask is that you clean up after yourselves and your pets. Pets are always welcome here as this is a safe space for all animals. It's the humans we're not a big fan of. There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call a waste of time. A waste of time. A waste of time. Time. It's four minutes after three, and you're listening to Asheville FM at WSFM LP 103.3 Asheville. My name is Scott. That over there, that guy's Adam Grabowski. Grabowski in the house. Ski. Uh, welcome to a waste of time. This one for November 20th in the year 2018. Uh, an episode number. This is our last uh, double digits. Oh wow! Really? Is that moving? Does that work? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is number 99. Whoa, no way. A-Watt number 99. <laughs> the in-house crowd wow. goes wild. They were really, they were really uh, about that one. They were feeling it, as the, uh, as the kids in Blink-182 might say. Are you uh, feeling it today? Uh, yeah, I am, uh, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a lot of it today. And uh, one thing I'd like to do at the top of this show... Uh, well, oh, do you have the books... Are you able to do those? But do you have the actual book? Cool. Why don't you do those? Um, 
I'm just gonna throw. I'm gonna throw you right into the fire there. We're, you know just, what, we're just jumping right in. Here. I know. You know which ones you're doing there. I would like to tell everybody about the Asheville Tool Library, and they are now accepting memberships and loaning tools. Located on the South Slope at 55 Southside Avenue, the library provides members with access to an entire inventory of home improvement tools, yard and garden equipment, and much more. Discounted memberships are available for those who qualify. For more information, check them out. Asheville tooltoollibrary.org or find them at, uh, on Facebook probably at Asheville Tool Library on Facebook there you go also what else you got also we got a uh, programming sports brought to you by the Organic Mechanic located at 568 Haywood Road in Asheville the Organic Mechanic specializes in all the services repairs and maintenance for your vehicle needs reducing their impact on the environment is their top priority for more info visit organic dash Mechanic.com or give them a call, 828-255-2628. Hit them up. Give them a ring. Thank you for doing that. I'll take that. Do we have a pen in here? I don't think we do. All right. We'll figure all this out in a minute. It is uh, It's November 20th in the year 2018. Here's something I'd like to do. I'd like to spend a couple minutes, if you don't mind, that is, uh, Mr. Grabowski. Uh, I would like to talk... For a few minutes about a show that is taking place, started six minutes ago in Central Florida, in Orlando. What? Yes. A show? A broadcast. A a radio broadcast. Okay. This broadcast is the very last broadcast done by Mr. Jim Phillips of the Phillips File. He was on air for 31 years at uh, WTKS, Real Radio 104.1. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say kudos, congratulations to 31 years. He was supposed to retire in January, and then he went ahead and said he was going to stay. How do, you, how do you know this guy? So he was, was this like your favorite show or something? It was, it was on the radio station I listened to all the time growing uh, up. Okay. Real Radio 104.1 is a talk station. Okay. All their shows are sure. talk. And um, Jim Phillips was on there, I mean, whatever, 31 years ago, 80-something. Yeah. Um, when, yeah, 87, I guess, is when he would have started on that, st- I think, on that station. Um, but, yeah, I listened to him every day, Monday through Friday. I always heard him. Uh, he was, I think they're like the, th- it's the 3 to 7 show, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that was. Well, tell, was- well explain a little more about the show. What made the show so good that you like so, so much? it was. Uh, they had re- to bring it up. Real radio. Leading off. Leading off. Our show. With his show. There would be no our show if there were okay. no Jim Phillips in the Phillips file, Moira and Otto, not the one from The Simpsons, and Jack and Jana Banana. Um Yeah, it was one of those it was one of those talk stations where they uh it's call in, so it's just bang through phone calls. You yeah. know, like you know, maybe a caller's on air for forty seconds, thirty seconds, you know, and they say their piece, then move on to the next caller. But he was just he's a very intelligent man he um you know was always focused on uh you know not it wasn't like a social justice warrior radio show but he was focused on what was going on you know in the yeah. local community and uh you know what was going on in the world and all that stuff so it was, it was a really good place to get uh you know just get some information i think yeah and uh yeah it was i li- think that whole thing's going the way of the dinosaurs though Absolutely. talk radio yeah, it is. I don't think anybody really... I mean, besides... I mean, like I said, there was one station in Orlando that was talk. 
everything else is music. Yeah. Know? I'm sure at one point there was a lot of talk stations in our Oh, yeah. Um, but, and everywhere else. Yeah. But, yeah, talk is definitely... But I think it is. I think it's dying out. I don't think anybody really, you know, cares to listen. Not not as many as as many as one point. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it, a lot of blame that, it on whatever you want. That's you what know, I was going to say. Attribute what you, it to whatever you want, rather. But um, yeah, I mean now like, like truckers and people who drive for a living late at night. You know. Well, like but, when I get off work, I love the fifteen minute drive home just to listen to whatever talk shows on late at night but that's what it seems like to me now is that that's when uh that's the time that those shows are made for is the you know after midnight you know like coast to coast am type yeah type right 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 and stuff like that or just you know there's endless sports talk yeah like well, that was a cool thing about this station is it wasn't one of those AM type stations where it's, where it's like news sports. and talks, yeah, or news, news and sports, yeah, yeah exactly, sure. like centric twenty four hours. You know, every show on there they each had four hour slots, and every show on there was different in, their, in its own right. Some of them were more satire and comical. Some of yeah. them were more a little more focused on whatever the issues were, but they were always light. There was always a lightness to them. It wasn't yeah. like you know that it wasn't like going to school. You know, it was enjoyable. And yeah, and, it was entertaining. I mean, not only would you be hard pressed to find stations or even shows now dedicated. I mean, I, of course, you can still find talk shows, but like you said, it's going to be mainly sports or music mm-hmm. or sports or um, <laughs> right. news, news yeah. current events. Uh, but I think you would be even more hard pressed to find local personalities like that. For I assume this yeah station was a decent you know oh a, yeah a decently sized station if it was in Orlando yeah it was probably know. one of the biggest. Uh, like numbers wise, one of the biggest stations in the southeast region. Mm-hmm. They a couple of the stations, a couple of the shows. I think Jim Phillips actually for for a short time was on XM. One of the other shows on there was oh, on XM. Okay. Um, Jim Phillips got caught up in the crap storm that is uh, Ant- uh, Opie and Anthony back in the day. Or did you ever know them at all? Yeah, th- those guys sucked. Yeah, those they guys, were that, they were I that mean, shock I never, Yeah, I never thing. got it. Like, and what they did is they they told their army. To call into the Phillips file because they didn't like what they had heard. They had heard something and they were like, oh, there's a lady on there. And she always talks like this. Yeah, what garbage yeah, yeah, radio. Yeah. Our army should flood their lines. And like for a week. And I remember listening to it on air. It was just like everybody, every time they put a caller through, because he didn't quit yeah. taking calls. He was like, I'll, I'll play along, you know. Uh-huh. I'm not going yeah, to totally, yeah. silence or whatever. But it was sort of, I don't remember their catchphrase. <laughs> radio Wars. Uh, yeah, right. Which he, which Phillips file wanted nothing to do with. They just got attacked. Right. Um, but you, you remember, like um, back in the Stern days, there would always be people that call up and do their call, and they go "Baba Booey." Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of what the Opie and Anthony guys did. They would get on the air and then start and then yell something. You know, Opie and Anthony Army. Yeah. And then hang up exactly. or something. Yeah. So you know, he definitely caught the eye of people and the ear of people. But anyway. It was somebody I really enjoyed living in Orlando and and listening to on a regular basis. Well, and yeah. congratulations! This sounds your... like a heck of a run. Yeah, thirty-one, 31 years. years. This is final episode today from three to seven. So, congrats to Jim Phillips. Uh, is he you... done? Done? Or is he gonna? Are they gonna maybe do a podcast? I or I think he's done. Done. I think he's in his. Don't forget to listen to our podcast, by the way. Oh, a Watt to go. A Watt to go. Released when. On what day? It was supposed to be released today. I'm going to try to release it again later tonight. I've been working on it, and my computer keeps crashing. Gotcha. So I don't. It's very. I'm frustrated with that right now. But it's uh, on Tuesdays. We record it Monday live, yeah. uh, and then Tuesday, we put it out to the world. Well, uh, 
congratulations to 31 years to your friend. That's right. I mean, I got to interview him once on an old internet show that I did. Oh, did you? It was very neat. Yeah, it was very cool. Well, that's why, you know, that's why stations like 103.3 are so good because we have over 60 original programs, which is unheard of. That's true. I mean, really, and now that you bring this up, you know, I just got to say it, like, it's, it's, uh, it's super hard. It's super rare nowadays to find such original programming. That's right. Some good, some not so good. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you have talk radio growing up? Where you yeah, were? I love. Yeah, totally. Did you like talk well, radio? I mean, talk, yeah, I mean, yeah. back then it was everywhere. It was you know before the internet. That was a. It was a pretty. It was. It still is a pretty big medium. Radio yeah. is. Um, but seems that most of the talk shows now are podcast format, not yeah. on terrestrial air. But yeah, I mean, um, it was all those local guys. I, yeah. I moved, uh, I moved uh, around a lot when I was a kid, and um, when we lived in uh, Cleveland, mm-hmm. ooh, wow, I really, <laughs> I really wanged that. Um, uh, the buzzard, I forget what the what the, the buzzard. Yeah, I forget what the um, call letters. Is uh, it a radio? No, no, I remember the call letters. The call letters were. It was like WSSM or something uh-huh. like that. I don't remember the um, frequency. Oh, okay. But it was it was their uh, homegrown original oh, okay. rock station, mm-hmm. which was awesome, you know. Uh, and they had they they always had really good original uh, personalities. Yeah. I mean, back then it wasn't even a thing. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't this thing now that you got you know clear channel or what's the other one uh, iheart iheart yeah where there is a computer in omaha nebraska de- yeah. deciding what gets played on our local mm-hmm. uh stations it's going through a shuffled playlist yeah, yeah. um do you ever watch wkrp in cincinnati i did but i haven't watched in a long time i'm glad but you brought that but up you know the, I mean, you know the 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 gist the, behind, the, the yeah. setup of it it's a radio station mm-hmm. with all these different all the different personalities, yeah. And you just can't find that anymore. Like, I, I, I miss that. Um, yeah. I guess you come, you know, I guess 103.3 is close. Yeah. Know. No, it's, that's very true. And I mean, because there are so many personalities but those weren't here behind yeah. the scenes, you know. And another thing, like, with WTKS is with them having all the shows from morning until the overnight, every mm-hmm. show was um, was a talk show. You know, they didn't have just four DJs. Four single people coming in throughout the day yeah. to push the buttons. They the first show had I think a crew of like eight people. The sec the second show had a crew because you had a host, you had a producer, you had a phone person, yeah. and you had sometimes a co host. Uh-huh. So even that place you still had probably in a day thirty people coming in and out of there between all the shows. You right. know? So it was you know there was sort of that funk of real live people left behind. You know and. Well, let me ask you this. I know you spend a lot of time on radio and broadcasting. Um, are, would you? Do I? <laughs> would Would you more consider yourself more of a uh, a Venus flytrap or a uh, a Les Nessman? Both people who worked in the WKRP newsroom. Oh, right. Or right, no, right. you're more of a Johnny Fever. Yeah, I, you're way more of a uh, Howard Hessman. You're tuned character. in with Johnny Fever. Wasn't that his name, Johnny Fever? I think you're right. I think you kind of right. look like Howard Hessman too. Well, thank you. Just a little bit, I think. I think you. Um, I'm, I'm more of a watch... le- I'm more of a less Nessman. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch Private Parts, the movie? Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. As much as I'm, are you a Howard Stern fan? Really? I mean, I am. Would you put yourself in the camp or not? Um, I mean, when I was a kid, we used to, you know, when we uh, 
we used to travel around a lot. Mm-hmm. My mom always would find him on the dial. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we would listen to him. Every now and then it would get a little too blue. Too racy. Yeah, yeah and she'd have to turn it off. But um, mm-hmm. but we we still loved it. And, yeah. And then uh, I remember watching his that movie, Private Parts. And then I really got a big uh, uh, appreciation for him. I mean, because it... His his take on a lot of things this isn't it isn't right. my cup of tea. Yeah, uh, you know I take the high road. Sure, sure. I, I'm, I'm a pretty intelligent man. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't go for this low brow. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, comedy. the whole as much as he hates the word and a lot of people do, but the word exists. That whole shock jock thing. Of yeah. Like, I'm just going to push buttons and push buttons, mm-hmm. and 50% of the listeners will like me, and 50% will hate me, but that's fine because yeah. I'll keep growing just that crowd of. Button pushers, you know. But that movie, though, it was really good. Uh, yeah, it was. Him and, I, and Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul yeah. Giamatti was the best. Pig vomit. <laughs> Pig vomit, yeah. <laughs> um, I was never a big Stern fan just because I did see him always as that lowbrow button pusher. And I, I sort of got it early on. Like, you're sort of... You're the guy with the megaphone that gets to speak over everyone yeah. and not have to listen to anyone else. But I, gotta, and, I mean, you got to give credit. But I loved that know. movie. And I loved the story... That was the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool to see that behind the scenes stuff and the struggling and the coming up and all that. And I mean, you can't love him or hate him. You can't. You can't fault him for for any. I mean, you can't deny. You, his, uh, you can't you, deny yeah, his success. You can't deny his success. Because so. I've I, yeah, I've never really been a huge listener of his. Yeah. Or a big. You know, even just a big fan. I think he does do good interviews though. Um, I, is he still on Sirius? Does he? I believe he is. He yeah. netted that monster deal. Oh yeah, uh, years insane ago. amounts of. I money. mean, yeah, you're talking, like five hundred million or something. Yeah, like you're that. talking like that's yeah, it's like yeah, mogul money. Yeah, like stupid the, money. That's like uh, Billy Mays money, <laughs> right? Rest what in, happened to Billy? Mays? Raise, rest in peace. <laughs> raise in peace. So anyway, cool. Um, just want to give a quick shout out. So. Oh, Enjoy your retirement. Mr. The Buzzard Phillips. in uh, Cleveland. It was WMMS. The Buzzard. The Buzzard. Who'd Cle- you like on there? Uh, oh, it was... Um, Bear Deaconberg. No, I can't remember any of their names. Um, yeah, I can't, I, I can't. Was it a, Was it an all-talk station? No, no, it was a rock station. Oh, it was, it was a rock it was station. Okay. Cleveland's home for rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Buzzard. The Buzzard. So... Um, what, what would, uh, what, what would uh, 103.3's uh, name be? Because you know how there's like... The mountain, the buzzard. sort of like the the mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, orphan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. One hundred three point three in West Asheville. Uh, so the old comfortable shoe <laughs> right, that you can't ever seem to find when you need it. The other one. Yeah, you can only find the one. So we were talking right before we went on air about uh, record breaking football last night. Oh yeah, Kansas uh, City Chiefs. Yeah, I, I went over to your house last night. I did the podcast, we did the and podcast. then uh, I wanted to go home and watch the rest of that game. And uh, I got home just in time because ooh wee, what yeah. an air show that was! It an was a, air show. It was a barn burner. Uh, so who was it? It was the Chiefs and who? It was the Chiefs and Rams, like uh, both two of the best teams in the league right now. Okay, uh, but it was great. It was just. Um, Record breaking game, yeah. yeah. It was first uh, first game that both teams scored over fifty points. Wow, uh, f- a highest scoring Monday Night Football game, highest scoring ever. <laughs> yeah, which I know is very interesting. Well, what 
So, I'm like, I'm looking at the box scores here. 7 to 13. It was like a Super Bowl game. 16 to 10. 7 to 17. The over-under was... 21 to 14. I think the over-under was just shattered. Really? Up, yeah, over. Um, God help you if you picked the under. Because it sure as heck wasn't. What, uh... How, how were they scoring so much? Poor defense? Yeah. Or and was it? Was it? Just, yeah, it was just touchdown, 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 touchdown. Really? Yeah, I, a lot I, of running or a lot of throwing or like I was telling you last night, I was I was I was going home to uh, to break in to christen in my new oh, uh, cast iron yeah, skillet, congrats. right? Yeah, and <laughs> like within a, a, a span of two minutes, I think the 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 lead changed really? twice, and I kept popping my head in the living room. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that that cast iron skillet, uh, yeah, that. That filled my whole house with smoke. It yes. Insane. You have to be... The whole seasoning process of it is super... Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. But it was... Uh, was it not pre-seasoned? Or it, was. You know? yeah, it, it was. It was. Yeah, okay. it was. But so I, just cooking in it filled... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you cook? Oh, uh, just a ribeye. A ribeye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lauren has cooked... I can't remember what it was, but it was a couple times when we lived in our old apartment that it was like... whatever. There was one thing. I feel like it was chicken or something. Uh-huh. There was always an ingredient that she would put in with it that would do the same thing. Fill the house. Like, yeah. Well, have, I put a lot of, I put a lot of uh, salt, like coarse salt in the, um, on yeah. the skillet and then just turn that bad boy And then just threw the 10. raw meat on there? Yeah. I, you know, I put it on pretty much high heat yeah. and then... Oof. I feel that hers was an oil thing or something. Uptown eats, my Oh, I bet. Was it good? That oh, was great. Yeah, good. Yeah. But uh all my I had to open up all my windows and all yeah. the screens now are actually stained with like smoke residue. Yeah. It's hilarious. And that cast iron smoke will leave a, a greasy, oily residue behind. How uh how how cool do you feel when you when you uh, use a cast iron skillet for some reason? You just feel empowered. It must it must be what like God feels like when he cooks a steak. I mean, it's just doesn't so, he just zap his finger? Out or it doesn't it? even have to be a steak. It could be anything. It could yeah. be whatever you want. But like, what, there's something about using a cast oh, yeah. iron that makes you feel like like part lumberjack, uh-huh. part uh, uh, Oregon Trail, yeah, part uh, Oregon Trail, part <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Bourdain, yeah, right, uh, part Superman. See the way I look at it. Uh, uh, so. I let out the long side because I haven't used it. Now, I have cleaned it every single time. Oh, yeah? What do you clean it with? A piece of chain mail? I, well, we got the um, really thick bristled uh, Ooh, yeah. scrubby brush yeah, 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 yeah. from Amazon. You just put water in there, scrub, 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 dump it all out, put it on the stove, turn the heat on, let it dry, and then give it a with some uh, seasoning. Not seasoning, but a, like, a, like a cooking spray. Cooking spray, yes. And yes. then just wipe that down. Um, maybe but, uh, maybe like a, a vegetable oil spray. You could, or yeah. A canola oil spray. Canola. That man has. That man's got deep pockets. Yeah, hey. But I'll tell you the great thing about when you're cooking with a, with a cast iron, you've got. Oh, he's. What is that called anyway? Fanning the money out. No, I think that's making it rain. Making it rain. Gotcha. Fanning the money out. Um, yeah, that's. When you're cooking with a cast iron, you've got a really good piece of iron to cook on and make your meal. Yeah. You also have, if a shooter enters the situation, you have something to hide behind, right? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. if it's not a shooter, but somebody breaks in, you have a weapon to defend yourself and take out the intruder. It's a, it, it, it does get hot, though. So it make does sure, get make hot. Make sure you yeah. have the pot holder on there. Right. Always cook with a pot yeah. holder in case a shooter 
rappels down into the window. Or if like a mule or a donkey mm. wanders in your kitchen, yep. you can just, you know, put your pots and pans over the back <laughs> and, and over then just ride on. Get. Yeah, just be like, well, job here's done. I <laughs> and then just and you just leave all of your worldly possessions <laughs> yep. behind because you used a uh, a cast iron skillet once. Yep. And, and now then, you feel you have to hop on a on yeah. a donkey bareback and yeah. just ride away. You're like Tom Waits in that new clink. And that, oh uh, yeah, the new, and the uh, uh, Ballad of Buster yeah, the Scruggs, the Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Coen Brothers movie, which yeah. you said oh, was great, so awesome good. movie, so good. I told you I was going to watch it last night, but I didn't. I took that back because the football game. Well, I was watching the football game, and I watched the King of the Queen City. Uh, oh, Campbell yeah. Walker dropped 41, 43 points last King night. King of the Queen City. Yeah, I like that. Oh, it was a good game from the whole night. Good sports night last night. It was yeah. Fun. What time did they play? Uh, they played when we were doing the uh, podcast oh, okay. around like seven. Oh, did you? I went home. Video yeah. or DVR the game? Yeah, so watch it watch from it. like one to four, and then yeah, I got to bed around like four thirty-five. Nice. So this game though, last night, I mean, couldn't people say, well, it was a garbage game because they scored so high, like because the defenses were bad, or, or yeah, yeah, you could. I guess somebody could say that, yeah. but they would be the ultimate pooper of parties. <laughs> uh, to see both Has those... anyone seen the party? Yes, it's down the hall. Why? Because I'm here to poop on it. There you go. But to watch these two young quarterbacks, uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan Gosling what? and Kermit the Frog wow. go together. No, because Jared Goff looks like Ryan Gosling. Okay. And Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City uh-huh. Chiefs. If you ever heard him talk, he sounds... Does he sound like Kermit the Frog? Oh, totally. That's a good Kermit. Isn't that it? is a good one. No, Thank yeah. you. The, the, watch him on like a post game interview, uh-huh. and he's really call. He's for one, he's what, like twenty one, twenty two years old. Wow, he's a kid, uh, but he's super calm, and he's just always really cool. Yeah, and just like he never, he never like goes up or down. But he'll come out, and they're like, "Yeah, so tell us about the game." And I'll be like, mm, "Yeah, you know, we <laughs> we just had to go out there and execute and coach Reed. And he, you know, he, he sets up the good plays, and and he was just gonna get there and get a win." And it's just That's so good. funny. And then you see him like 20 minutes before that, and he's throwing like for 500 yards. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of like Kaepernick. You would see Kaepernick do whatever it was he was doing, but when you heard his voice like in interviews or whatever, it was just yeah, like, I know. you sound like a little kid. Oh, in that Nike commercial, too. Yeah. yeah. Sounds uh, like a 14-year-old kid or something. Yeah, you would think like football players, yeah. people who... You know, they have a little bit of a baritone down there. Yeah, yeah. But no, he, he's got like a... I can't even do it. He's got like a really high register in his yeah, voice. Yeah, um, And he's not like squeaky or anything. No. But he just sort of sounds he like He doesn't a sound kid. like a, one of the Powerpuff Girls, but right. he does... I mean, if you've, if, if you've heard the... If you've seen that uh, Nike commercial... Yeah, look it up on the YouTubes. They also said it was an amazing night for fantasy in this game, right? Oh, yeah. Why was uh, that? Well, because there's just so many points. There was just... Explain to the uninterested. <laughs> the uninterested, that's slowly turning this down. Well, no, if there's points after the game. I get that, but they were, I thought people were saying before the game, like, weren't you saying that? Like, they well, were saying this lineup oh, because of all the players. For fantasy football, yeah, yeah, for they, fantasy were football say, yeah. they were they were thinking that this was going to be like a super high scoring game, and all these players are going to mm. accrue all these points. So and, they were and, saying and it was going to be did. super high scoring before the game. Mm-hmm, yeah, but then it was. It, it, I think the over under was. Seventy something, which means it's the combined total. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what that means. The combined total of the points last night was over hundred points. Yes, and they we're at they predicted, uh, 105. They predicted seventy something. Oh, okay. So it was a blowout, and seventy something would be crazy high yeah. anyway. So 
I mean, that'd be at least, if it was even, that would be 35 points e- at least each just to mm-hmm. get to 70. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's all over under is. Yeah, I mean Vegas. There's a lot of stuff in Vegas. There's a lot of terms, I mean, but I don't. Yeah. But I don't know the term. But when I hear it and somebody explains it to me, I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And next time someone explains it to you at the bar, yeah, just nod and be like, oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> right. yeah, no, no, yeah, of course. Uh, no, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. way too high or low. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I've got no dog in this race. Well, very cool. Uh, good. Uh, congrats to the L.A. Rams. I feel like the last sports fan in West Asheville. Oh, oh no, we got Steve Sex Syndrome. Steve Sex Syndrome. You got the wise guys. Uh, don't bring up them. <laughs> You've got uh, old Robbie all- O'Sheeran's a sports man. I know. But outside of that, after all of them, then there's you. That's just me. <laughs> then there's me. But you said it's funny you bring up Kaepernick, though. Me and uh, me and our good mutual friend Rob mm-hmm. had a long-standing bet if he'd ever get put back in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, and is there news to that? No, but oh, okay. uh, but there, like I, like I was telling you yesterday mm-hmm. with that quarterback on Sunday that broke his leg. Yes, yeah. It was all those coincidences. Alex Smith and Joe Theismann mm-hmm. both played for the Redskins as quarterback. Uh, both broke their leg on the same day, thirty three years apart. Mm. Uh, yeah. Both by the three time by a three time defensive player of the year. So yeah, JJ you said there's some. Uh, same score. I was going to say the, the game. score, right? Yeah. Um, Alex Smith's secretary was named Theisman, and Theisman's <laughs> secretary was named Alex Smith. No, that's, that's <laughs> I'm obviously making a joke about the uh, the Lincoln Kennedy assassination. That's right. How many kooky you and your highbrow humor yeah. over here? See, he doesn't play blue. He 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 goes the opposite direction. Red. He's going to go high. Um, yeah, Vermont. that's crazy. They both have thighs. They're both men. That's true. Ooh, right? yeah. Right. They're did both white them, guys. Right? Did he? Did so? He broke the same leg. I think he did. I think. Do you know if it was leg. the same kind of break? No, no, no. no. Oh, well, it, it might have been actually. Yeah. Was it a femur know. break? Mm. You Which know? one's the femur? I think that's the bottom one. Tibia, femur. I uh, think. Okay. Um. Are you thinking? Of, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think. I think that is correct. I think I'm right. I yeah. only I only minored in anatomy, so Ugh, I just did, oh did they did either did they both win a Heisman? No, no. Oh. So they both didn't win a Heisman. Seen, yeah, that's true. Neither of them like this podcast or radio show. You don't know that. That's true. But neither of us that. have won a Heisman either. <laughs> well, you don't so, know that. I do know that. You have not seen my my collection of trophies. Well, you have not seen my collection of Wikipedia uh, entries. Um, About me not winning a Heisman? Yes. Okay. And there's numerous. There's more of those than your fake Heisman trophies. Brophy. Fake, he says. <laughs> um, we <Fake> did. <laughs> we were talking last night. Uh, maybe we could talk about this in the next hour. But we were talking last night about that new Coen Brothers movie. Oh, um, yeah. I want to make sure I get Don't the name. Don't spoil it for me. It's I the won't. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It is. Right? Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. I got the name right. Man, there was a lot of good people in that. I didn't know most of them. It's It was such a good movie. And I'm not a movie guy at all. Adam can definitely attest to this. Anytime movies or TV shows come up. Or uh, lack thereof. Yeah, right, right. I don't really know them. I, I literally watch maybe one new movie a year. And I just happened to watch this one on uh, Netflix. And boy, oh boy. Was it good? How was the? Was it good quality? Good video quality? It was beautiful. Good audio quality. Very good audio. They had very good 
audio mixing team. It wasn't overmodulated. It, no, it was. There was no what we call hashtag overmodulation. Um, it was great, man. I've got to say, I will be gobsmacked if it does not win awards for the videography. Because it it's just so insanely beautiful. Godsmacked? Gobsmacked. Oh, gobsmacked. My gob. I not, you're not, not I'm not talking about the... Uh... The crappy uh, uh, hey, 90s hey. thing. Sorry. I'm just kidding. The not I'm not going to good... stand up for Godsmacked. They uh, can stand up for themselves. That's right. Um. Yeah, Tom Waits was in there, and it was I, – I always forget. In Godsmack? They, no, he no, wasn't. And he was in the movie. Oh, yeah, Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. And Zoe Kazan. I love the uh, Coen Brothers movies. Brendan Gleeson. He's great. I love Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. He's a uh, – Was he an Encino man? He's an Englishman. Um, This guy right there. Oh, yeah. He was in – um. Gangs of New York and The Proposition. Yeah, 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 Gangs of New York. I was York. thinking of uh, Brendan Fraser in Encino no. Man. No, it wasn't Brendan Fraser. Did you watch that the other night? No, but I watched Encino Man quite a few times, and I liked it. The other night? Not the other night, no. Okay, I did. You did? I did. I said, You watched Wayne's World and Encino Man? I caught a little bit of Wayne's World, just on IFC. And then was Encino Man... But the, I popped the, in the Blu-ray for Encino Man. You don't have the Blu-ray for Encino Get Man. Get out of here. You don't? I have more than don't. one copy. Look it up. <laughs> Look up your your collection? Don't at me. <laughs> don't at him, bro. Um, anyway, we, we can have, talk about that next have, hour. We'll talk about Buster Scruggs. We gotta um, play some music. You wanna play some music? We can do that. How about we start off with some seaweed and uh, no Godsmack? We'll go from there. We'll see if we can find any Godsmack laying around in the garbage bins outside of the studio. Hey. Oh, why don't you tell people where they can find us uh, on the interwebs and then we'll play some tunes. There's only three places that you can find us online. Only three. No, three. That's it. Only three. I'm feeling saucy today, Scott. Saucy or (laughs) salty? No, saucy. Okay. Um... Yeah, if you, uh, if you can't get enough of AWOT Radio, go check us out on your favorite social media platform, either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Our handle is AWOT Radio. That's right. And uh, also check out AWOTRadio.net, where you can find all of our audio. Uh, this show we put into podcast form the, the next day or so. Uh, we also do awot to go which uh, will be there as well. And you can find all of the fake commercials that have been produced uh, all at awatradio.net. Do you have a child between the ages of zero and seven months old? Does your child have erectile dysfunction? Studies show that many children between the ages of zero and seven months old are born with this horrible disease. Not only does it affect the child in the early stages and toddler years, this is something that can carry over into their teenage years early adult years, middle adult years, later adult years, early old people years, middle old people years, late old people years, and their really, really, really old people years. They'll never forget that erectile dysfunction that they had as an infant. But don't give up hope. The Mears Corporation has come up with a brand new pill to aid in the dysfunction of these infants. Baby boner pills, that's right. Every child should have at least one to two a day. Monday through Friday, skip the weekends. You don't want the kid to have an erection all the time. It will help with the baby's smile. They'll be happier. They can pop a wood. They can pitch a tent. It will help with baby's crawling and growth 
as it adds a new center of gravity. It will help other babies know if your baby thinks they're attractive or not. Just ask this one, four-month-old toddler, little baby Bobby. <laughs> and ask little baby Bobby's parents about the new baby boner pills from the Mears Corporation. Yeah, Julie and I, we were just, we were concerned at first. We said, our, you know, our Bobby, our infant's not, not getting a boner. We didn't know what we had done wrong. We figured with, with something. Bobby Sr. has erectile dysfunction. Which is why I wanted to make sure we could get on this right away. Exactly. And so we decided to get in touch with Mears and buy Little Bobby Jr. Baby Boner Pills. Little Bobby Jr. Baby Boner Pills have been the best Bobby Boner Pills we've ever given Bobby, Little Baby Bobby. So contact us today. We'll make sure to get your infant stiff as a board. Or your money back. Call us at 3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-
I think this year I'm going to be going as Jesus of Nazareth, running on the Republican ticket. I don't know what the hell that means, but I'll definitely sure I'll get screwed over by the end of the night. <laughs> Costumes are required. Please show up, put your keys in the fishbowl, and have a fun time at this year's Seven Sisters of Mercy Convent Halloween Party. Extra parking around the back, right by the big duck. Folks, it is 4 o'clock, and you're listening to Asheville FM at WSFMLP 103.3 Asheville. It's actually two minutes after 4. And this program is a waste of time. My name is Scott. That over there is Adam. Yes, present. Present. I knew you were going to say present. Uh, And welcome back. This is the second hour of our wonderful, wonderful radio show. Uh, We'll be here until 5. Then Emma and Sarah P. will be taking over your ears with... Hot takes. Hot takes. That's right. Piping hot takes. Piping hot takes. Fresh out the oven. Fresh out of the pan. Uh, We're going to talk about what we just listened to there, and then we're going to get into this hour of broadcasting. Last track there was brand new music by Frankie Cosmos. Uh, That track was called Apathy off of their sub-pop records release, Vessel. And they are actually playing soon, are they not? Yes, they are. I'd like to say that we traveled back from the future. We did go the, to the show. We did, and this is our show preview. It's on. It's it's at the Mothlight on December sixth. Um, but it was a really good how, show. How good was that show? Oh, it was killer. They're, they're, she played all. They played all my favorite songs. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I ha- I didn't even know. I think they played two of them that were brand new that weren't even on this album. Oh, she busted a string halfway yeah, through. Yeah, remember the songs, that? And, uh, and the, it act like it was not a complete pro. The string swung out from the guitar and hit somebody right in the eyeball, right mm-hmm. at the front of the stage there, because the place was packed. And there's a lot more we can't tell you because we don't want to give you a right. spoiler alert. But, but if you'd like to see it for yourself, and if you if you don't want to tra- uh, if you don't want to time travel to December sixth, if you just want to wait in regular Boring. time travel, uh, <laughs> wait till the sixth. Regular time travel in real present <laughs> yeah, time as in you real drive time. there. Uh, be sure to check out a very good show, Frankie Cosmos at the Mothlight on December sixth. The Mothlight <whistles> is that a moth? No, moth is this. <whistles> nope, they don't even do that. They don't do anything. Uh, before Frankie Cosmos, we heard more new music. From Charles Bradley, uh, posthumously, we heard the track Slip Away, featuring 
Menahan Street Band. That uh, was off the Daptone Records release Black Velvet. Before that, Mariachi El Bronx, Bronx with Wildfires. Off of Maria, Mariachi El Bronx 3. We also heard Only Crime with Life Was Fair. We also heard Brutal Youth out of Canada with the song The King. Uh, before that, we heard The Breeders with Cannonball all the way back from, I think, 91 or 2. 2, 3, yeah. 4. Before that, from Central Florida, we heard Cal Pei with their track 11 off of their brand new release, The Depths, which is a self-released uh, self-released album. And we started everything off with Seaweed. Uh, that track, another sub-pop record released there. The track was called The Way It Ends. And that... It's a lot of sub-pop, though. A lot of sub-pop in there. It's a double dose. Nothing wrong with a double dose of the SB. <laughs> yes. No, P. SP, SP right? yes. On your four o'clock rock block. <laughs> it's your four o'clock rock block with me in the brain. Weird. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Thank you. Again, like we said, please stick around at the top of the hour at five o'clock. You'll have Sarah P and Emma in with hot takes. Hot takes. Uh, and if you'd like to join us virtually, please do so at Facebook.com slash AWOT Radio, A-W-O-T Radio. You can see the video and get in the chat room there with Bird and Raina and all the other people. You can see Adam running in place, but it looks like he's going so fast. Uh, we're all other places on the internet. Yes, we are. We're at the uh, corner of Instagram Street That's right. and Twitter Avenue right on Facebook Boulevard. All three of those streets overlap. It's a dangerous yeah. intersection. Be sure to use your turn signal. But we are on those at AWOT Radio. A-W-O-T Radio. And don't forget to use your turn signal out there in, 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 the, real in, in the real world. Yeah, That's an epidemic. And Unless the sign says, don't turn on right... No, turn on red. You can turn right on red. If okay. the sign doesn't say that, then tur- please turn right on red. I understand how that's still a thing. I don't know. But if you ever feel useless, if you ever feel insignificant. I, I feel useless a lot. A speck out there, uh-huh. totally meaningless, just think that somebody out there, their job is to install turn signals on Mercedes-Benz cars. And we all know Mostly everybody who drives Mercedes-Benz cars don't use their turn signals. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Mercedes-Benz specifically? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a person that installs that. I think it's a robot. Well, I think it's an autonotom. Autonotrom. Autronomom. A, a, I don't know. Like the lawnmower man. Like the lawnmower man. Lawnmower mom. It's, the, uh, it's an automaton. That's what you're thinking of. Wasn't that from Star Wars? A blood, Yeah. A bloodless, cold, s- stone-cold logic... Robot. Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's They put Stone Cold Steve Austin's mind mm. into a robot. And, and made an automaton. Yes. Did I say that right? A, automaton. Automaton. Who drinks two cans of beer at once and just basically wastes, you know, one and a half cans of beer by spilling it all over himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to love that. Oh, yeah. Man, you could really could really pad your bank account by just not wasting all of that beer. I would love to see that movie. Yeah? Well. Stone Cold Steve Austin put into a robot, goes to Washington, uh-huh. and demands political change. While wearing a unitard? Didn't he wear a unitard? No, he just wore no, the little... he wore the jean cutoffs and a leather vest. And a leather vest, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was completely bald. He was. Mean, the guy didn't have a good stylist. No. But, I mean, because a leather vest with nothing on 
cut off jean shorts. <laughs> right. And I don't even think he wore shoes. Did he wear shoes? He wore boots. He wore wrestling boots. He always had that leg wrestling brace on. Wrestling boots, right, yeah. He always had that. The r- knee brace. Yeah. Yeah. Is he one of your faves, Stone Cold? Oh, yeah, man. Of you know course. what is? Do you know what it is? He should be on the $1 bill. Wow. Maybe the maybe the 50 cent piece. Maybe. It should be him on the $1 bill. The Undertaker on the five. Okay. Uh, the ten should be hmm. Harriet Tubman. They actually were going to put Harriet Tubman yeah. on uh, one of the. I thought they were still going to. I I, hope, I wish they did. Uh, yeah. I I I've always wanted to see in my lifetime American money currency go from having presidents on there mm-hmm. to actually just having other historical figures besides presidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe historical, cultural, cultural. Yeah. But yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin for a yes, while. Yes, exactly. And The Undertaker. If it was up to me, <laughs> it would be Stone Cold, The Undertaker, Harriet Tubman, Ric Flair. Woo! Not even on the money. It, that would be the uh, Mount Rushmore. I'd take yeah. It. I'd have all those... All those other old dudes. Yeah. All those honkies. Yeah, let's wipe take, it clean and start yeah. again. Yeah. Do you know what Steve Austin's uh, URL is? Uh, BrokenSkullRanch.com. Yes. I, did, I know. Yeah. You did know that? I did. What is Broken Skull Ranch? That sounds so That's cool. That's his ranch man. where he makes his barbecue sauce and his uh, artisanal potholders. Why does it got to be Broken Skull, though? Like, that is Because that's what he does. He so wants hardcore. to intimidate you. You know, watch out. If you come in my ranch, yeah. you I might will... be leaving with a broken skull. Like, jeez, man, I just showed up to buy some barbecue sauce. We'll play it cool. and then I'm playing it cool. And then you're, you're we don't have a problem. At... No, we don't have I'm just. I just parked the Subaru, and I'm walking over here. You should have done research then before you came out here if you're going to be that intimidated by To learn our that name, you're just a jerk skull to people? Ranch. Yes, I, I, no, I am not a jerk. Crack. I'm, Ow, my skull! We're, we're just simply laying it out right now <laughs> before you get in too deep get the kids in that the car. this is we're getting out of here get the kids in the you car. should have done your research you <laughs> have a smartphone right yes i figured you were a business just like any place what else is, i didn't realize that you would threaten people uh uh what uh, what, what do you what what'd you think when you read the word broken skull ranch you think this was going to be i actually asked my wife i said linda why do you a think a broken skull that's so mean you think you're gonna be coming over you think we're over here you know, gently caressing everybody. No, we're breaking skulls. Yes, and then you're gonna buy my hot sauce and pop hand whole hand. Yes, pot hold holders. Pot, pot holders. holders. We're not you, gently caressing the nape of your neck. You, know, <laughs> you don't need to do that either. Just don't break my skull. You know his full name, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Uh, no, I don't. His initials are S J A. S J A. First, middle, last. I don't know. Steven? Uh-huh. James? Uh-huh. Anderson? Oh, it's not Austin? No. Oh, oh man, that really brings it down. Steve Austin, better known as the ring name Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, but it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't sound as intimidating as Stone Cold Steve Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm here to knock out your taxes. Yeah, exactly. And your tax accountant shows up wearing just the little, uh... The, uh, what do you call those wrestling shorts? Tights? Tights, but I mean, they're like tidy whities They're like underpants. Briefs. Briefs, I guess so. And a vest. And he mm-hmm. just gets out with his, uh, his briefcase in hand. I'm here, Stone Cold Steven Anderson. 
That'd be great. Yes. Oh boy, was he ever in a movie? I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's acted. Stone Cold. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Yeah. Well, I don't know about a lot. Broken Skull Ranch. Well, I mean, you know, I'm obviously. I was obviously joking when I was saying putting Steve Austin on the uh, dollar bill, but it was not a joke that they were going to put uh, Harriet Tubman. You That's know. true. Yeah. Uh, if if uh, if you could put if you could redesign mm-hmm. our currency, the one let's just do bills, no coins, uh-huh. just bills. Uh, the one, the two, the five, the ten, the twenty, the hidden, the hidden currency, which a lot of people don't know about, is the rare forty dollar bill. Uh, Google it. Uh, it's not no, a thing. It is. It's yeah. There's no there's no fifty dollar bill actually. It's only thirty dollar. Wow. Uh, no, that's uh, what happens when you mush a thirty and a twenty dollar bill together. W- would you have any suggestions of if mm. it, if, if tomorrow Scott McFall was uh, appointed to Secretary of the Treasury, Joey so- Ramon? Oh, that's a good one though. I like. That. I would do Joey Ramon on uh, the what? Uh, are we? Did you say just paper money? Just bills here. He would go on the. He would go. He'd go on the one, the two, the three, and the four dollar bill. Uh, All the Ramones, one, two, three, four. Oh, that's right. Um, so you, if if, if if elected Secretary of the Treasury, if mm-hmm. appointed, yeah. you would have a Ramones based economy. No, not a Ramones based economy because that's destined Just to fail. One, two, three, and four dollar bills. That's, and that's it. it. Yeah. No five, no ten, no twenty, no well, hundred. You, no you need 50. a five. You've got a. You've a got three a, and a two. Three and a two. And a one. one and a four. There you go. Five ones. Two, two and a one. Five Whoa. ones. You yeah. know. Two Joey's and a Johnny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much is this going to cost me over here? That's two Deedees and a Joey. <laughs> um, speaking of this Harriet Tubman thing, and there's an article here that says Treasury Secretary won't commit to putting Harriet Tubman on a twenty dollar bill. Bill. Shocking. It's uh, Trump's uh, tre- Treasury Secretary Stephen T. Mnuchin. His name is spelled M N U N C H I N. Mnuchin. Mnuchin. Yes. Yeah. He so. There you go. So they uh, shot down the idea already? Maybe I'd put Jose Canseco on something? No. I'm kidding. What about, like, uh, Buzz Aldrin? or uh, Yeah, I mean, that's a, know, good, that's a good one. Yeah, exactly. You uh, know what's sad is you're probably going to see something um, big, meaning, like, money. You know, uh, to be commemorated on a, on a piece of American money is, you know, it's worldwide. It's huge. It's big. It's bigger than being on a billboard or a t-shirt or something right mm-hmm. you know who's probably going to make it on to money before say buzz aldrin or um why am i blanking other uh go to the moon guy go <laughs> other go to the moon yeah. guy. yeah that uh, was it he's the only person that's ever been in the moon. that's right neil no, armstrong neil armstrong engelbert humperdinck he didn't go there um, herb alpert and the tijuana brass <laughs> <laughs> require a fixed financial loan um you know who will probably make it first? Like Elon Musk or something like that. Oh, uh, maybe. Because this... We're gonna, ah, what did he ever do? Yeah, right? He shot a car into space. That's it. He shot his garbage into space. Yeah. Anybody ever check to make sure there's not a body in that trunk? Like, talk about the best way to get... Whatever happened to that car? It's just going to float around in space now. It didn't drop back down into orbit? No, I don't think so. Not yet. Good call. Like, I bet they're, that'd be the ultimate way to dispose of a body. Absolutely. He, um... He probably did that. I wonder who he would have shoved in that trunk. His evil twin. Milan. <laughs> yes. Elon and Milan. Uh, I don't know. Maybe let's see. Uh, how about um, who else do you got for the for the money? Who else would you put on there? Okay, that's not 
um, affiliated with government. Right. Let's just say, yeah, presidents don't deserve. I mean, I but it's whatever. No, they don't. Andrew Jackson does not deserve to be on the twenty dollar bill. That's very true. You know who does deserve to be on the twenty dollar bill? Who's that? American Idol finalist Bo Bice. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell's Bo Bice? What? I don't know Bo Bice. You don't remember Bo Bice? How do you even spell Bice? B-I-C-E. Is he a B-A-E-A-U-U? Or no, is he he's a, a man B-O. of the people. It's B-O. B-O. B-I-C-E. He I doesn't, bet you're wrong. He doesn't... Bo Bice. Oh, this guy? Yeah. You don't want to put that face on. Hey, he cut off all his hair. <laughs> he looks like a nerd now. <laughs> oh, you want cool Bo Bice, not I want nerd two, Bo Bice. Yeah, I want 2005 Bo Bice. Shannon um, Hoon lookalike here? No, uh-uh. <laughs> That guy, Bo Bice, he looks like half the people in this town, actually. Bo Bice. Bo Bice, circa 2005. Okay. That's who I want on the 20. On the 20? Yes. So instead of Harriet Tubman, we're going Bo Bice. Harriet, okay, well, Harriet Tubman get the 10. Okay. You can get the 10. Bo Bice gets the 20. Uh, big question here. Who Who is the new Benjamin? Oh, the hundo? Adapting Kanye? Wait, was that Kanye that dapped? That did the thing? That's... Dab? No. Dab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What was that? <laughs> that looks like a figure skater's move. Is that the thing? You don't, you don't accent ah! your hands that much when, like, the kid, when you do the dab. When you do the dab, you're supposed to you're pretend both your that hands like, shut up something like is falling Nancy out of the Kerrigan sky. Nancy Kerrigan or something ah! over here. Yeah. Yeah. No, not even Nancy close. Nancy Kerrigan. Let's put her on some. No, money. not even close. Put Tanya Harding on the hunt. No. I used to have a crush on Nancy Kerrigan. I might even still, for all I know. They have really? a Nancy Kerrigan costume. Yeah, look at her. She's just one of those pretty brunettes. Get her off the screen. Go back to Bo Bice. Look, she hasn't, I was happy she hasn't when, aged a day. I was happier when you had Bo Bice on that screen. All right, there's Bo Go Bice. Back to, yes, Bo Bice. <laughs> I don't even. I really don't even know what he did. I think I know nothing. He was, I know he. Well, he was obviously a singer. He lost. He was a loser. You're a loser. Where was Bo Bice from? Probably here. Gainesville, Florida? No way. I don't know. No one knows, and no one... Uh, Harold Elwin Bice Jr., by oh. the way. How do you get Bo out of Harold or Elwin? It just sounds a lot better. Sort of like Even Elwin. though it is kind of uh, misleading. Um, Huntsville, Alabama, by the way. Oh, I was close with the South. Yeah. No, I don't know who I'd put on the, the Bills. Well, Michael Jackson? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, totally. I put Michael Jackson on the 20. Why? Because. Why not? Because he did a, allegedly did a lot of bad stuff. And Andrew Jackson didn't definitely do a lot of bad stuff? Andrew Jackson is too late. He's already on there. We don't want to... We don't want to... Com- no. We don't want to keep the cycle uh-uh. going. I would put Michael Jackson on all Alleged bills. kid touchers and m- drug addicts. I would t- I'd put him on all bills. One... Through a hundred, I'd put Bill Shatner on there. Uh, okay, fine. Well, Big then Bill we'll Shatner. Just, we'll just have to agree to disagree. We'll just have multiple monies. I, I, well, for one, I'd put Nimoy over Shatner on the bill. Oh, Shatner's still around. He's putting out Nimoy's Christ- dead. Yeah, Nimoy died. Oh. Uh, Shatner's Rip. putting out Christmas albums still. He is making he is. Travelocity commercials or Priceline, whatever that he was doing. H he does. He was doing Priceline, I think. Or was he doing travel loss? I don't remember. Because he brought his daughter into the fold for a while there. Ooh, Did you ever what see about, that? No. Yeah, his daughter was in a bunch of the commercials. What about putting... What about the Williams fake, sisters? Yeah, I could see that. Or what about just 
instead of real people, mm. why don't you just put American creations like Darth Vader or, or the Big Mac? Or Gumby. Or Gumby. The Big Mac. Yes, Darth Vader, Gumby, and the Big Mac. I would love a Big Mac bill. Would yeah. you put the Big Mac or would you put um, the Hamburglar? Well, the big <laughs> the Hamburglar is a fictionalized character. But at big least it's Macs got a face. Exist. At least it has a face you can look at. Yeah, but no, uh-uh, not, not Hamburg. Hamburglar's got some weird... I don't know, disease or deformity, or I don't know. What are you yeah. talking about? What about He's uh, ghoulish. Grimace. Goo- no, no way. Who would win in a fight between Grimace and who's that purple? other purple dinosaur? That's the one. Barney. Barney and Grimace. What kind of ridiculous question is that? Why do dinosaurs have to be purple and so oddly shaped, pear-shaped? That's not... There weren't dinosaurs that looked like that. You don't know I don't that. think Grimace is a dinosaur. No, he's not. I went all over the he's place a, real quickly there. He's an amorphous purple... Uh, asexual blob? <laughs> blob. Well, I want to put him on any of the bills. Why not? Because I'm not an idiot. What if... So how about on the back of the bill, they, they have no. like, the Capitol building? No. Well, they have the Capitol building, right? Uh, I think you're or wrong. Or the Lincoln Monument or one of those. Yeah. What would you replace those with? Oh, um... Like, would, would you maybe put like a... Uh, Dave and Buster's? A, Dave and Buster's on the back. Um, I'm thinking that I don't know about that one. A I, Sonic. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, that, that one's that one's a little harder. Well, I mean, if you're doing a reboot, you got to do a reboot. I would. I would do a complete reboot of the U.S. currency system, just on design. A Huddle House, maybe. Waffle House. That'd be Waffle cool. House and Huddle House. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. What's uniquely American things like that? You know. Yeah. Waffle House. Um. Is Waffle House, oh yeah, I mean, I guess Waffle House is uniquely American. Mm-hmm. I bet Obama will be put on a bill eventually. You think? Next 50 yeah. years, 100 years. So weird how we don't. Unless yeah. the financial you know, system just collapses like it probably will. Yeah. And we'll just be going back to olden days, walking around with all those mules with pots and pans That's banging right. around on the side. That's right. Just uh, trading ex- bags of corn. Corn and sticks for uh for. For buffalo hide. Yeah. Sort of like in the movie I was watching last night. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We can talk about it for a minute here. Uh, the the Ballad of Buster are you Scruggs. A, are you a big, yeah, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So is, it was... Uh, Coen Brothers movie. Right. The word I kept forgetting was an anthology. So yes. it was supposed to be six different episodes. From what I understand, the initial creation of the Ballad of Buster Scruggs was supposed to be an episodic thing. Like, they were going to uh-huh. put out six episodes... That all take place back in you know in the in the wild west, as it were. Cone, um, I, I I love the Coen Brothers uh, western stuff. What uh, other western things have they done? They did True Grit. Oh, that's right. Um, no Country for Old Men. You could, yeah, I consider I that mean, a western. Um, yeah, I mean it's not. It's got know, that dusty feel. Pow, pow, John Wayne. Uh-huh. You know, but it is. It takes place in Texas. Uh, even uh, yeah. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Has yes. I mean, I guess that's not really a Western, but it, it has... Um, it's a time piece. Like, it is. It's a, a, a period piece, they call it. Yeah. yeah. This, mu- this, this, this movie was so beautifully shot, it was re- it's just ridiculous. They said that it was the first one they've ever done on digital. They oh, really? didn't shoot to film with this. They shot to digital video for this. Can you imagine how much shooting a film... Like, just shooting film has to cost now? Oh, I know. It's going to be yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, so I know. expensive. 
I, I wonder I mean, why. Polaroids, and I mean, if you like to have like a Polaroid camera and you buy Polaroid right. film, you it's know how expensive, expensive that can be. Yeah, yeah. Think what if they whole... shot a movie on Polaroid and be, then did a flip book for that'd it? That'd be awesome. Um, they were talking, I heard them on um, NPR yesterday, they were talking about some of the shots they had to set up. Uh-huh. And one of the, um, what do you call, I guess you'd call them episodes, I don't know what you'd call them. Segments. Segments, I guess. But they're not, they don't roll into the next. None of the segments have anything to do with... It's non-linear. It's non-linear. So, I mean, yeah, segments or episodes. Uh, one of them, they were crossing the Oregon Trail. And they shot in, I want to say, like, uh, I don't know, Oklahoma or something like that. Right. And, you know, in the shot, they said to get this one shot, which was just like a wide shot of seeing everyone crossing by and crossing through. Uh-huh. Um, you could, uh, you know, you'd see the wagon train and you'd see the ox, the sure. oxen yeah. and the horses and the people and the mules and all that. And they were like, it was crazy to shoot some of that because we would say action. And before the end of the train, you know, the wagon train could even start, it would take 15 or 20 minutes to get all the other ones moving because they're all lined up. Oh, yeah. They say action. So the first cart with oxen walks and then the next and the next. And they were like, you know, he was talking to Terry Gross about it, one of them. And they were like, uh, you know, oxen have a mind of their own. And if one wants to veer off slightly, that ruins the shot. We reset everything and we start over with the same... You know, and I was just like, man, that has got to be, you know, hours of shooting just for this shot that yeah. made it into the the movie for 40 seconds, 20 right, seconds. Yeah. But, man, I knew the scene they were talking about, and it was just beautiful. I cannot get over how beautiful this, this film was shot. And uh, so the very first um, episode or chapter is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and you had brought up that that was... Um, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. Who was also in Oh Brother Where Art Thou? He was. I want to say he was. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Delmar. He was Delmar O'Donnell. Tim Blake Nelson. Here we go. He, he was. All, he was also in. He's. A, he's a character actor, but he's been in. He's been in a few movies. Did you ever see uh, the movie called Holes? I was just. No, I haven't. But I just was looking at his wiki, and it said Holes. The Shia LaBeouf one. Oh no. Yes, that's the one. No, 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 it might oh. be. I'm saying I didn't see oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like, he was really good in that, It too. sounds that, like a 2003 American like adventure comedy drama film directed by Andrew Davis and based on the 1998 novel of the same name by Louis Sakar. That sounds Is about that the right. One? Okay. Holes? I don't know about that movie. He was really, yeah, he was really good in that. That was, I mean, the, the movie was... I, I, remember, I remember working at the movie theater when that, when that came out. When Holes uh, came out? Yeah. Oh, here's, let's see, his his name, oh, brother, that was Delmar O'Donnell. Hey, called it. Yeah. Look at that. You are smart. He's been a lot of stuff. Anyway, he's the first, he's the opening segment to this movie, and it was, he has one of the coolest scenes in a movie I've ever seen. It was just so cool. It was so good. Really? And then I believe the fourth, yeah, the fourth chapter called All Gold Canyon was uh I believe this was it. Yeah. This one was Tom Waits. It was Tom Waits and a donkey. Yeah. And then another actor for just a few minutes. And it was just again, all I can say is cool. It was just such a fun thing to watch. It's sort of some parts are comical, some parts are um dramical. I did notice one uh, thing I think it's dramatic, the word dramatic dramatical. For. They did another scene and um in uh, like a a train wa- a train car or something, sure. 
and they it was the cool, one of the coolest things they did with it was that you there was no shots of the outside at all. You could just see the five yeah. uh, actors, three on one side, two on the other, facing each other. But one thing they did was they did a light a lighting change, so you actually could see it turn from like oh, yeah. from dusk to mm-hmm. to dark. You okay. know, it was just you know Coen Brothers. It was shot yeah. really well and very beautiful. Highly recommended. I thought it was a very good movie. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's about two hours thirteen minutes, um, but uh, but fun. I think uh, I think you'll enjoy it. That's Scott's movie you, recommendation uh, of the week. Do you uh, are you a fan of those Coen Brothers movies? I am. I don't. Again, I just don't watch very many movies. But oh, I know. Um, yeah, I love Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, what are there other movies that I should know, but I don't? Oh, The Big Lebowski. Yeah, Lebowski. Love the Big totally. Lebowski. Fargo. Uh, Fargo. Very good. Definitely. Raising Arizona. Oh, um, that was them. Yeah. Raising Arizona is one of my favorite movies. I love that. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have. Um, I did and- watch No Country for Old, for Old Men, but it wasn't one that like drew me in. Oh really? I don't know. It was too. Ugh, I love that movie. It's I feel so I need to watch it again. Oh, you know what? Uh, I remember seeing maybe it was like two years ago or three years ago. Uh, at the Mothlight, they did a live score to Oh Brother. Really? Or no, 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 to No Country for Old Men. Okay. And I want to say it might have been your buddy uh, Parrish. Shane Parrish from yeah. Aluchatistas? Maybe. Aluchatistas? I'm not sure. Yeah? Very I, cool. Usually I have everything wrong. <laughs> so with this, it's probably no different. Yes. But I can say that somebody did do uh, a really, really killer um, live score to that once at yeah. the Mothlight. Oh, so it was so cool. Um, I know one of my favorites that they did, though, was uh, Barton Fink. I remember. Oh, right there, Barton Fink. Yeah, it's got John Turturro, it. and it's got. Um, they have done a lot of movies. John Goodman. That yeah, they have. But that, that Barton Fink is one of my favorites. Yeah, I've always a, a lot of people when I when I bring that up, people are like, oh, I've never seen that one. Yeah, I'm like oh yeah, it's a, it's one of their older ones. I think it's their second movie they did. But um, oh really? Wow. But really good, really good one. You should watch that one. I'll check that one out, Barton Fink. Yeah, they did a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go home tonight and. Fire that up on the Netflix, you know. Fire up old Barton Fink. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe pop open a few nice cold Coca-Colas. Coca-Colas? Yeah, maybe uh, fire up a nice Macanudo, you know. What's a Macanudo? Macanudo? Is that like mac and cheese noodles? No, oh, okay. not at all. Macanudos are cigars. Oh, I didn't realize that you were a cigar man. Dingus. Uh, did you ever watch Hail Caesar? Yeah, I did. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't your favorite. But I really it, wanted to see it, but... Um, anyway. Oh! Burn After, Burn After Reading. Reading. Burn After yeah, Reading. I like that one. That one is so good. I love it's that It's so kooky. I just love seeing one. Brad Pitt get punched in the nose. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then when he's on the phone... He's the uh, gym guy, right? Yeah. He's the uh, the trainer? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, are you worried about the security <laughs> of your blank, you know? Yeah. But... That's a, yeah, that's a really good one, too. I love that. Well, good job, Cohen Burroughs, man who wasn't there, inside oh, that's Llewellyn Davis. Man, yeah, they got a bunch of stuff. I'm going to have to take a viewing. I'm going to have to take, a viewing. Yeah, have to take seriously. a viewing of some shows. You know where you can find all those DVDs, along with a lot more fine, fine Where would that be? Hopefully DVDs. it's local. It is. Hopefully, I mean local as in like right within down a block. The street. No, it's a little farther than a block from the station. You have a place I could go for this? Yeah, there's a lot, not a lot of people know about this place. It's in West Asheville. It's really what? Cool. Yeah. What's it's, it called? It's called Orbit DVD. 
Is there any fellers by the name of Jamie that might work there? No, no one works there. Okay, well, never mind. It's a completely autonomous store. No, go there. They have a killer, killer staff. Killer selection. I don't know what's better there. Their staff or their selection. What would you say? Uh, I wouldn't like to have a place where people were known and we, that we had a killer staff. Like a bow staff? No, like we kill people. Oh. Like you're like people going to Steve Austin's... Uh, uh, Broken Skull Ranch. Broken Skull Ranch. <laughs> I'm Theodesis Basil Shaggington for Morton's Tooth Powder. For a millennia, human beings have been brushing their teeth with a paste. Now you see, a paste starts as a powder, so why go one step further? Just use the powder. Put the powder in your mouth, grab yourself a very abrasive toothbrush, run it under steaming hot water, and then jam it straight into your gob. Move up and down, move left and right, move front to back, move in circular motions. Go until you see the gums bleed, because then what can happen, you allow the natural DNA in your blood to cover all of your teeth that you just scraped clean. So therefore, that DNA can fill in the tiny little scrapes and holes and your teeth will be rejuvenated and sparkling white after you rinse the red out of your mouth. Try all three flavors of Morton's Tooth Powder. Original, turmeric and seaweed, and newspaper. Morton's Tooth Powder. It's more than just for your feet. Make sure to buy Morton's Tooth Powder at Fredericksburg's, located all over the country except for in Fredericksburg. The Dingle Family Bible Study, now hosting basement classes every night after 11 p.m. Come alone and don't bring your cell phone in. And The Blorb Shop. Find them online at The Blorb Shop. Welcome to the Franklin's Chicken Shack training course on health and safety. Here at Franklin's Chicken Shack, we know that you know that we know and the customers know and the patrons know and we all know that safety and health and health and safety is a number one priority. So let's go over a couple of very basic but important tips and tools to make sure that you and your patrons are safe. Step one, anytime you cut up Fresh, uncooked Franklin's chicken. Make sure to wash your hands. You need to get rid of that stinky bacteria and E. coli. And don't lick the chicken either. Not until it's cooked or at least par-baked. Once the chicken is par-baked, you can lick the outside of it. Just don't open it up. Don't rip the chicken open and get to the insides and stick your tongue in there. Because that's still uncooked and you'll get the squirts. Step 2. Did you just clean up a mess? Somebody maybe spilled a soda in the lobby, or a kid vomited our chicken up all over the place. Sort of like, sort of like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Just and you had to go out with a mop and clean it up. When you're done cleaning it up and you take that mop to the back room, make sure to squeeze out that mop head really, really tight. You want to get all of the chunks out of there. This is a good time to really get down on your hands and knees and use your hands. So get back off of your hands. Just get on your knees and use your hands and ring, 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 ring that vomit and mess out of there. That way, you don't have to buy as many mop heads, and you guarantee that when you use that mop head next time, you know that it's clean, clean, clean. And finally, 
Anytime you go in and take a shit, make sure to wash your stinky, stinky hands afterwards. Nobody wants a shit burger or shit tacos or shit chicken. Even though it is shitty chicken we sell, nobody wants shit chicken. If you don't wash your hands, you're going to end up giving everyone explosive diarrhea and the whole thing will go to pot. Just imagine. Double dragon everywhere. Blaps, blaps, just all over the place. It's happening. It's happening in front of you. It's probably going to happen on you. And all because you didn't take that five seconds just to run your hands under some cold water and, and wipe them on your pants. That's really all you need to do. Doctors have proven that just splashing a lip, you can even catch some of the toilet water mist. Let that fly out, hit your hands, hit your fingertips, rub it on your on your apron or your smock. Doctors have proven that is the way to kill shit bacteria. That's what it is. It's shit bacteria. That concludes today's training course for Franklin's Chicken Shack on health and safety. Now you get in there and gobble, gobble your way. No, that's a turkey. Now you get in there and cock-a-doodle-doo your... No, that's a rooster. Now you get in there and you buck, buck, buck your way to a minimum wage job and a very unsustainable lifestyle and and, and just probably a lot of depression and anger and, and failure. Franklin's Chicken Shack has 27 locations. We're not going to tell you where any of them are because it's pretty bad. You, you really don't want to go there. If they had to have they had to have a training course on how to wash their hands after taking a dump, trust us, don't go. That's right, Franklin's Chicken Shack. Since 19 whenever. All right, everyone, that's going to do it for us this week. Let me tell you what we just heard, and then we're going to wake May, and we're also going to make way for Sarah P. and Emma up next. Emma up next with Hot Takes. Hot Takes. That's right. Uh, This last track here, The Dead Milkman with Let's Get the Baby High, off of the album Not Richard, But Dick. Before that, Stiff Little Fingers with Alternative Ulster. Before that, William Shatner with I Can't Get Behind That. And he was also uh, joined joined by the one and only Henry Rollins. Yes, that's true. Um, before that, Buzzcocks with Ever Fallen in Love with Someone You Shouldn't Have. And we also heard Chuck Reagan uh, with the track For Goodness Sake. Before that, brand new music from Ty Seagal and White Fence. The track was called Hey Joel, Where Where You Going With That? From the album Joy, off of the record label Drag City. And we uh, started everything off there with The Selector, Too Much Pressure. Right underneath us here, got a little Katie Webster, I'm Still Leaving You. Playing this, this was always Jim Phillips. He always played this song uh, going out of every one of his shows. Oh, did he? And it's his last show today. Jim Phillips, enjoy your retirement. Thank you for all the years and all the good stuff. Uh, And thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out awatradio.net for all of our audio. And uh, we're going to get out of here now. Adam's, <laughs> according to him, he has a pants load of uh, laundry to do. Pant. Pant load. Yes. I still don't think that sounds like very much. Oh, it's a ton. <laughs> Pant load. You don't know anything. That's true. All right. Do so, uh, You guys take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for somebody else. And resist, resist, resist. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Go Hornets. Go Hornets. Go Hatters.
Thanks for listening to A Waste of Time. Make sure to check out awatradio.net and subscribe to our Awat to Go show, a little 45-minute show we do once a week. Please rate, review, subscribe, and all that other good crap. And here is a little morsel just for you from the most recent Awat to Go. Take it away, me and Adam. I hate that. I hate that term so bad. Oh, that's right. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. He wanted. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad he brought that up. <laughs> not a, not <laughs> a fan, huh? No. And of course, it would be a guy like that to bring it up, even though <laughs> like the majority of my, I, I just hear that, that stooge. Yeah. It just, I don't know, something about that. Uh, Friendsgiving. It yeah. just makes my blood like fucking curdle. And now I know I bet you're probably going to roast my ass. Oh, you're, I was going to say you're going to roast my ass about it for the rest of the week. But you'll be out of town, like you said. That's right. So. Um, do you, you you know where that comes from? What Friendsgiving? Uh, the show Friends. Yes, really? Yeah. No, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. G- uh, I, I, ugh, that makes I can, sense. I, can, I hate. Uh, man. I can get a quick okay on that. Lauren, does Friendsgiving come from the show Friends? When I was hoping for an answer. <laughs> All right, Google it, Scott. Google, Google. I could have sworn. Why is Lauren a big Friends fan? Huge Friends fan. That's why I ask. And she's done Friendsgivings before. Is that where and you? And her sister has done them before. Uh, let's see, Friendsgiving or what rules? How are there rules? There's rules to everything. That's true. Is, yeah, Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving is a blend. Yeah, we know that. But Friendsgiving came to use. All right, maybe it's not. I could have swore that it had a lot to do with friends because I thought that they did it on the show. Why millennials love friendsgiving? <laughs> yeah, give me one reason to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you it's I have a feeling it's one of those things that you just don't like. You don't like the name, first of all. No, I don't. You don't like I the name. I love Thanksgiving. There's no reason there's no reason to change the name. Uh, if if you're gonna just for this friendsgiving nonsense, you know? Yeah. Okay. Lauren says she knows they said friendsgiving on the actual show Friends. So I'm gonna say that's probably where it started then. So you hate it because, and I know why you hate it because it's one of those super coddling, over the top, in your face things. Like we're doing friendsgiving because it's for friends. Yeah, and you can't and say all, it without. We can't say it any any other way like that, but that. Yeah. And we're all going to come over. We're all going to be friends together because we're all friends. We don't have anyone else. Bam! Bam! Right in the face!